Welcome to Everyday Economics, the podcast that helps you learn about the economic world happening around you every day. I'm your host, Chris Krug, president of the 501c3 nonprofit, nonpartisan Franklin News Foundation. Everyday Economics is a production of America's Talking Network. You can listen to all of our podcasts at americastalking.com. To support Everyday Economics, please make your tax-deductible, charitable contribution by clicking the link in the show description. We are recording this episode on Friday, September 1st, 2023. And joining me, as always, my friend, my colleague, the great one, Dr. Orfe Divangi, PhD economist. Dr. O, how are you, sir? Doing well. How are you? I'm well. Are you still employed? Uh, I, I hope so. Okay. Well, good. <laughs> just, just checking in. The jobs report came in. With a jobs report this good, it's hard not to be employed, isn't it? 3.8% unemployment rate. The numbers, are, the numbers are still good, I, I, but I want to talk about that. I mean, the, the, so um, in the in the reporting period, uh, which would be which would be August, it's incredible that you know here it is September first, and we already have jobs data for for August. Um, some people might scratch their head on the on 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 the accuracy of this. Of course, you know that these these numbers are often revised, and and we'll we we can talk about that too. Um, because I think that there's some things that we want to look at there. But the report came in, employers added 187,000 jobs compared with an estimate of 170,000. Um, and that was a, an, an estimate that, that was uh, put together by the Wall Street Journal. Um, the unemployment rate came in at 3.8%. That was against a forecast of 3.5%. And, uh, to borrow directly from the Wall Street Journal's excellent reporting on this, average hourly earnings uh, rose 4.3% on the year compared with an estimate of 4.4%. So let, let's get into the jobs report itself. My thought is it's as good as the jobs report as it, as it gets, right? You still have, a, I would say, strong employment growth, Right. But you have essentially an increase in labor force participation that has helped to moderate wage growth uh, and cause a little slack in the in the labor market. You got the unemployment rate coming up, uh, so it's going in the right direction. When you're if you're the Fed, right? If you're the Fed, the unemployment rate coming up is going in the right direction. Direction helping to moderate wage growth. Uh, and so you don't have this uh, this worry that uh, higher wage growth is going to show up in prices. Uh, and so so I think for the Fed, this is as good as it gets uh, and perhaps even hints at another pause uh, when it comes to rate heights. Well, that would be interesting. I mean, and, you know, as we've had these conversations ongoing, you know, and, and of course, you know, there was there was just a, you know, the, the Jackson Hole Fed meeting, which. Frankly, I mean, I think for the for the average, you know, um, onlooker was sort of a like a, I don't want to say it, it was not a whole lot of there there, but there wasn't a whole lot of of anything that was said that that seemed to have any immediate influence on the markets or or on the economy as a whole. In fact, I mean, this past week, I mean, it, we've actually even seen some uptick in in the markets and certainly in in certain sectors. Um, as far as a pause goes, if if that is the case, is that good or is that bad? And 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 how does any of this connect to the soft landing that we're getting to a point where 
we still have uh, strong enough jobs growth to can keep keep uh, building widgets, right? So supply yeah. supply coming online, absorbing a ton of a ton of the demand, the excess demand that was still that was still out there, uh, bringing down inflation. Uh, I mean, this is great. We're going back to a pre-COVID normal economy. Uh, and so everybody, everybody, you know, again, still strong jobs growth, right, on on a monthly basis, uh, even even when compared to, to pre-COVID times, but uh, but exactly what we wanted, right? The the the, the increase in labor force participation, uh, the fact that uh, pr- more prime age, prime working age Americans are working than in the past twenty two years. You have to go back twenty two years. To get this, uh, this uh, you know, 81, 81% of prime working age Americans uh, with a job. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, this labor market is looking great right now. And, uh, and you know, you see the only the job losses job losses were in the trucking sector. We saw the, 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 uh, the trucking uh, bankruptcy in the last month. Uh, you also have the movie industry with, uh, you know, some layoffs. And we got a strike going on. With- that's right. So that, so that's also in there. Uh, construction employment continues to increase, which is a beautiful thing because ultimately we need more homes in this country. Uh, you have part, part of that is also uh, probably the infrastructure spending, by the way, uh, on, the, on, on the policy side. You got a lot of these... Uh, uh, you know, uh, civil engineers uh, and, and and all that stuff. So, so you probably have a little bit of that infrastructure uh, package playing out also in the construction employment numbers. Uh, but all in all, yeah, this is a this is a very good uh, uh, jobs report. The um, uh, employment on the uh, you know on the th- three month average is just ticking down. Uh, down from I think it was uh, I don't I don't know three hundred and ninety something last. Hold on, let me let me just check for our listeners. Uh, you know, how was three month average? Uh, four four hundred thirty a year ago, down to one fifty this year, right? One eighty one last month. So so you know we're headed in the right direction in terms of cooling an overheated labor market. Uh, and, uh, and, and then these upticks in labor supply, but also the increases in, in productivity, right. Are all acting to, uh, to, to keep, get inflation under control. Do we need the unemployment rate? I mean, of course, you know, it's like, you know, you go in and out of, of, of any, um, economic downturn and you know, a lot of economists, you know, would say, you know, you need to see that unemployment rate go up. Uh, to kind of chill things out, do we need the unemployment number to to go up at this point for us to to fully get the plane on the ground? I mean, it, it could come from a much a slowdown in hiring, uh, but but we probably don't. I mean, it, this is looking, you know, you got inflation ticking down. Uh, you just need really we want to we want to see an increase in labor supply, and we probably and the unemployment rate could increase. Just as a result of a decrease in hiring, right? The the the, the still, still I don't know one point five million excess job openings out there, right? right. And so so uh, so that has to come down uh, substantially. Uh, you, you, and when I say excess, I'm talking about like relative to pre-COVID times. Uh, so I you know that that number likely has to come down somewhat, but no evidence of a wage price spiral. Uh, 
Uh, inflation expectations are well anchored or, or you know, inflation expectations probably down to 2.2 or 2.3% at this point. Uh, so she's still slightly above the Fed's 2% uh, objective, but, uh, but a big improvement. Uh, so, you know, I, you know, I, I, I'm pretty confident we're going to get there. Uh, policy likely has to stay restrictive because we're getting some, uh, uh, some f- fiscal, uh, fiscal tailwinds, right? So we got, we got some, uh, you know, government, government spending and fiscal deficits expected to increase this year, next year, and the year after. So that's likely going to keep pushing the pressure on the demand side, and the Fed might have to stay restrictive for a while in order to make sure that uh, things don't get that, that those fiscal deficits don't cause inflation to uh, to come back roaring. Appreciate the chat. Great insights as always for Orfe Divangi. This has been Chris Krug. Subscribe to Everyday Economics and dozens of other podcasts at americastalking.com. dot